0: I have a bit of a problem. Oh, what's that? So, we were watching our sexual harassment informational video for work. Mm. Yeah. And obviously, okay. sexual harassment, not funny.
1: No, not funny at all. Very serious. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And yet, I
0: was cracking up during the entire thing. Huh.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think <laughs> so. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. I'm listening. So it, I think I, that the, the series, the comedy sketch series, I think you should leave, uh, Tim and Eric, that adult swim type of stuff that I love for some reason. I think it's kind of ruined my ability to experience
1: (laughs) things.
0: (laughs) because i'm just cracking over this like we're it's it seriously i was expecting uh tim uh, what's his name tim robbins or is that the preacher is that the preacher (laughs) the preacher what there's like a famous televangelist who has a very similar name to him No, i think it's oh god i'm pretty sure it's tim robinson i think it's tim robinson
1: or robinson yeah tim Tim
0: robbins i think is the is like that might be the preacher yeah Yeah. it would be incredible (laughs) if he showed up
1: too god what a cameo
0: yeah Uh, (sighs) um gross yes um ironic too i think um (laughs) but i keep expecting him to show up in the in the like little skits and sketches cuz first of all it's it's online but it's also interactive you get to make choices for the characters oh is it yeah. like netflix's bandersnatch or something mm. um yes maybe if uh
1: did you not watch the black mirror sp- I, it's okay if you didn't i i, I did not wa- actually oh. watch the
0: black mirror it's very movie. it's an
1: interactive black mirror episode it's very mm. layered in that way Gotcha,
0: gotcha. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's not that great. Yeah, but no anyway. that 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 would be a great reference, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but the reference I was thinking a little bit more of was the I think you should leave sketch where they're watching the video about safe driving and there's a woman who's like these tables are my life. This sketch thing, this very serious topic about right. you know sexual harassment in the workplace, is all about this woman who works. At a company that makes roller coasters.
1: Oh my God. What is that even? Like what? she
0: walks into work and the CEO is crying and getting emotional
1: about how much he loves roller coasters. Ever since I was a boy, I wanted to be a roller coaster businessman and run my own roller coaster business selling roller coasters. What is Literally. This? Is Literally. It just, did they just play roller coaster tycoon? and was just like, I, mm. I need to do this for my life. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know, I, I'm then.
0: I'm trying to see the correlation because it's like it's really weird. Like she's sitting in a board meeting and they're right. like, "I'd like to see three
1: woes followed oh by God. a
0: ah." Uh,
1: you I know see that happening in a roller coaster factory, though. It's like the office. <laughs> like. <laughs> well, I <laughs> think He's that's the. I
0: it. think that's the thing. I
1: think as
0: uh as cusp millennial gen zers that are now in the workforce we are the people that these companies that kind of make these industrial films are trying to appeal to (sighs) now and they're like what do 20 somethings that are in the in in the workforce like what what do they like they like the office we're gonna make the office but it's an instructional video and meanwhile i'm like I,
1: can it can it
0: just be a 1950s industrial film that's, mm. like, showing me how the transmission on a car works or, like, <laughs> how a differential uh, axle works, you right, know, where there's right. just this incredibly loud tape hiss and it's like, these gears in the box fit into this drive shaft, you know?
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's got that? It's got that grain. It's got that yeah. warmth to it. You know. I mean, and yeah. I, I
0: don't. I don't want to hear their uh, their takes on uh, sexual harassment in the workplace necessarily. No,
1: it probably didn't exist then. Mm. To be fair. Oh, the. Uh, I mean, or it was encouraged. Which is, <laughs> yeesh. Oh God. Uh. Yeah. Um.
0: But yeah. So I. I guess sitting through that, it was just very jarring. That it's like yeah. it's trying to have the silliness of the office and like kind of hyper realistic um people okay with coupled with you know an intern getting cornered in the closet by uh by like an older uh, uh like manager and being like you know i bet you'd do anything for this job you know oh my god or like jeez yeah, I, I just kind of wish that I had actually made um, the, the avatar, the character that you're following through the whole thing that makes decisions. I kind of once I found out that that part wasn't a quiz, I kind of w- had this morbid curiosity of seeing what she would do if I actually made worse decisions because I kept making the responsible decisions every time. Right.
1: Right, like a good person, good employee, you know, doing your yeah. job, but it's like it's like it's like playing the ba- a bad path on a, on a video game, you know, you're mm. like you just have to do all the negative things, but uh it's right. Hard. It's hard right, to do.
0: Yeah, no, it's like, you know, sometimes you got to uh you got to you got to put on the black hat. Sometimes you um you're you're playing Spore and you're like, "You know what? <laughs> what? I am going to make my organism a carnivore."
1: Is this the one? Is this one of the video games you played, Spore? This is Carl? one of the 3 One of the three. <laughs> technically not I mean do you consider PC
0: games video yeah. games yeah absolutely. okay yeah so so Zoo Tycoon okay yeah it counts. um Spore okay Zoo Tycoon 2 <laughs>
1: I like it dinosaurs, Joe. It, it makes sense and I love it. But it's so fun. <laughs> like, I because I could see you getting not to derail this, but I could see you getting so mad at playing like Ark Survival or something where there's dinosaurs <laughs> and humans. Like I could see you being very upset at a game oh, like yeah. that. Because it just there's probably an an inaccuracy. Somewhere. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I was
0: huh. I, I was trying to have a conversation that, that Allison was completely disinterested in. Uh, <laughs> but uh as to why do they celebrate Christmas in the Flintstones?
1: Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is just the you know, I don't think it's it's very uh historical, the Flintstones, to be Unless, fair. Or prehistoric. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not even like
0: the, the comic strip BC, which I think acknowledges some premonition of what's
1: coming. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that is a little huh.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't know, or it follows along with the theory that the Flintstones is uh, what is happening on the surface of the Earth below the Jetsons, and it's yes, actually a I post-apocalyptic forgot about this theory. future.
1: I actually like that theory, I don't think it's real, but I do like it a mm. lot, like I think it's fun, it's more depth to the lore. Right. It's like a switch, and you're just like, "Oh my god, it's been this the whole time." Crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's re- it's really a metaphor about like sort of mm. uh, a hidden underclass that uh, you know uh, exists out of out of sight, but really mm. is uh, mm. you know a, a bedrock of oh. of the systems that you participate in, whether you know it or not. Wow.
1: God, I feel like I'm watching a TikTok now, but honestly, you might be onto
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> Hanna Barbera, come forward with 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 the information please (laughs) um but speaking of crazy origins to things uh Mm. welcome to the ucms planetarium but you'll notice there's some things different here today
1: yeah it is slightly different uh Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff missing uh, yeah, if you look up in the sky, you'll
0: notice the constellations are different right. and there is no moon.
1: Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So what we've done is we've actually recreated what the sky would look like from Earth uh, oh. four and a half billion years ago. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Huh. Now,
0: the Earth at this time would be completely uninhabitable like on on a level that we can't even comprehend there's uh no stable atmosphere yet uh and the 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 earth is just a ball of molten rock still there's there's not really Mm. the the crust that we the stable crust we think of either um and (laughs) yes so it's a very different planet um gotcha now What we're sort of dipping our toe into here, which is something that I have taken a class on, but this is this is not necessarily my uh, my uh, area of expertise, but it was something I I did take a little bit of an interest in in undergrad. And that is the field of planetary geoscience.
1: Oh, that's a name huh yeah. planetary geoscience
0: yes yes very, very cool so, yeah it sounds like something a a scientist in a michael bay movie would do or
1: <laughs> it does yeah it does i mean it's just like oh what do you study i study planetary geoscience i've been hired mm. by a top secret organization to make sure to measure the moon yes. yeah i could yes. see it i could see it mm-hmm. yes by the way did
0: you know frederick Douglass was actually helped by a transformer Oh my
1: god! Oh my god! Where did that where Where did that cut come from? The, we, don't, like, we, we don't. We don't. We don't even stuff. have
0: time to talk about I know, it. I, I, but it's I just, haven't seen uh, the Transformers Sam. sequels. I know. Yeah, the the Transformers have always been there. Um, but you know something <laughs> else. Something else that feels like it's always been there. The
1: moon. Uh yeah. Way to bring it back. Way to bring it back. Yes. <laughs> yes. The moon. It does. It has. It does feel like our closest neighbor in a way. It's very much. I mean, it to is. Us.
0: Like, yeah. do you ever have those nights where you look out? in the mm-hmm. sky and if it's a really clear night you really have a sense that the moon isn't just a light in the sky but it's like it's there and you suddenly yeah. have you suddenly have a sense that there's another planetary body in our vicinity
1: yeah yeah, I do that pretty frequently. I have to say. I mean, it's hmm. like it's like every time I feel like I look at the moon, or like especially because mm-hmm. like my dad has a telescope, so we right. looked at it like up close, and it mm-hmm. definitely gives me a little bit of existentialism, but also mm-hmm. just like I don't know. It's like a bigger awareness. It's like when I look out at the like on a on a coast, you know, you go on the beach and you just look out at the ocean, and then yeah. you see the curvature of the Earth, and you're like, alleged oh, we are just, curvature we are just, of the Earth. No. Curvature of the Earth, let's be real. We're a fact-based museum here. No, but I, I yeah. Uh, and it's just like, oh, it's round. Huh. Mm. That means we are, you know, and then it's like, oh yeah, we're floating, we're just on a floating rock in mm-hmm. a void, and that's kind of amazing. And I don't know, it just opens up a lot of thoughts. But for sure, looking at the moon in the night sky, it's uh, it has a special feeling. And also, right. I feel like I, I tend to think back to that being the only light source at night mm-hmm. and what that must be like as well i mean i guess it still is in certain places but it's just interesting to me i don't know anyway that's oh yeah mean i mean thoughts you, when you when you get out in the
0: desert or something like and it, it those there there was one uh night uh one of my times uh volunteering at the carter county museum where we just we were on a drive back from someone's ranch and we just pulled over to look up at the sky and whoa, you know, just those Montana nights like it, it's an in, it's incredible like the the level of detail you can see in the moon and
1: oh, God, the imagine.
0: stars and everything. Um, although I've never I, I've i never gotten too much into like astronomy type things. I have this distinct memory of sitting next to this uh, girl I had a crush on. Um, mm. She was, uh, she was drunk. I was not, uh, I was kind of like, just, I I was just there, um, thinking we might have a moment. Uh, but I looked Mm. up, we were looking up and she's like, "Ah, look at that. Look at that star. It's just, it's so pretty. It's so bright. And I look up and I'm like, oh, actually that's Venus. And she turned (sighs) to me and said, you're ruining my life and left. (laughs)
1: Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, jeez, that's brutal. Maybe you know what? I feel like I she think... was in the right. I mean, but you could have turned it around and be <laughs> like, you know, that's Aphrodite. It's got us mm. love, and you could mm-hmm. you could have spun it. Could have worked. Yeah, maybe it's no, better. I, at games, I, I didn't yeah. have that maybe type of best. game back then. You know, <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh God. Um, it's but, okay. but yes.
0: So the moon. Um, Moon. So it but it is this ever present thing. It's the it's our Mm. neighbor. It's the closest planetary object to us. It's the only other body besides Earth that we have ever been to as a species. Right. And it presents a lot of opportunity to learn about Earth's history, since presumably Hmm. it would have, you know, it's it's also formed in our solar system and Since it's also, you know, uh, in our solar system with us, it's so close, uh, yet its surface is entirely different from ours for, uh, you know, obvious reasons. Uh, It's unchanging. Its orbit is synced uh, with its day, so the same side of it is always facing uh, our planet. Um, So it it presents a little bit of uh, an interesting challenge to try and decipher what exactly the geology is uh, going on with it. And, you know, also there's the question, where did it come from? Why does our planet have a moon that's particularly large and round and then say mm. Venus has no moons? Um, right, yeah. Yeah, so the... Going theory for a while because the moon was so large is the sort of capture theory the idea that the moon was like a dwarf planet that got a little, uh, you know, during the formation of uh, our solar system, uh, got close to Earth and trapped in our orbit. Uh, mm-hmm. there's also the, another theory that the moon. Accretes along with the Earth in the um, accretionary disk uh, that formed the planets. That all of this, all of this gas and material floating around the sun condenses, and uh, you know the the Earth happened to be close to this other chunk. And this would also kind of both of these explanations kind of you know can show why the moon is pretty round, um, but what's, it, it still doesn't quite explain everything about uh, the moon to us. And mm-hmm. what was even more interesting was when we finally went to the moon and brought back rocks, we were able to hands-on take a look at them and see what they were made of, and it was found that the components were actually very similar to rocks on Earth. Um, oh, with a, with a couple of you know key differences I and mean, this is sort of going to get into uh the, the sort of the interesting parts of the science all sort of revolve around um what is kind of exceptional and different about earth uh we're all sort of familiar with the idea that like like a you you've heard of like the goldilocks zone goldilocks principle type idea of earth
1: uh think so like that we're not too far away so it's like not too cold but not too close yes. so it's not too hot kind of deal
0: yeah yeah the 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 we're, we're the mama bear we're uh not 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 we're too just, far away right. not too close yeah we don't get scorched like mercury by the sun right. but we're not too far away that we're too cold for for life um right and i think it's a little bit of a chicken and the egg thing Uh, The Earth is in sort of this fairly stable zone, the stable distance from the sun, but uh, also life has evolved here to those conditions. Um, Mm. But you have to figure that if life exists elsewhere, there's probably certain factors that are more vital than others uh, for for life to occur. Um, Now... When we look at the moon, we see a very different surface. And it's uh, the first thing we see is it's pretty much entirely igneous rock. Now, igneous is one of three kinds of rocks that we have here on Earth. Igneous is rocks that uh, are from directly formed after lava or magma has cooled. So, okay, it's molten. It cools. You got an igneous
1: rock. Gotcha.
0: Yes. Now, let's say that rock breaks down into dirt or sand uh, and silt, gets deposited elsewhere and packed down and forms a new rock. Now, that is what you would call sedimentary rock because it's formed by layers of sediment. This is the type of rock that we find fossils in.
1: Gotcha. So we got Ignatius's rock, a cemetery (laughs) rock- uh I like in these new genres. <laughs> genres of rock. Yeah. This is how I would have to memorize this in geology yeah. classes. The then only we have way.
0: we have Prague Rock, which <laughs> right. I don't know if anyone actually likes prog rock. It just No. I mean
1: <laughs> Prague's a cool city though. Give it oh that. yes, yes. No.
0: <laughs> there's do you think there's a do you think there's a rock band in uh Prague called
1: Prague Rock? There has to be. Uh, they're hat, they're ha- or probably not from like Prague. Mm-hmm. They're probably called Prague Rock, and they're from like Chicago or New Jersey <laughs> or something. Oh
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, a real blue jean committee. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So this leaves us with the third kind of rock, which is let's say an igneous rock or a sedimentary rock mm-hmm. uh, are subjected to a tremendous amount of heat and pressure melt slightly and then form back into a new rock. Ooh. Uh and then that is where you get metamorphic rock. Ah, the metamorphosis. Excellent.
1: Yes. Uh, that's really cool actually. That's a cool name. Yeah. Metamorphic yeah. rock. Huh. Yes.
0: So and metamorphic rock can be made from any of those three types. You can even metamorphose
1: <laughs> metamorphic rock. Whoa. Triple metamorphic rock. What is that one called? Out of curiosity.
0: Uh, it depends okay. on the type of rock, I think, because like all of these uh, are like you would recognize the names of some of the the rock. Sure. It's like, you okay. know, like when a, a if sedimentary rock like a mudstone mm. um, or a shale gotcha. is, okay. goes undergoes metamorphose, you might know it as slate. Um,
1: Oh, very cool. You know, or
0: if a sandstone is undergoes metamorphosis, you might know it as marble.
1: Oh, I didn't know. Okay, there we go. Mm -hmm. Learn something. Yeah.
0: But Uh. igneous rocks, most commonly, you know, things that come out of volcanoes. These very often form uh, a basalt, you know, very rich Mm. in feldspars. Uh, These are uh, this is. Very often, igneous rocks—that's directly coming out of volcanoes. Things that um, are uh, just cooled lava. Very gotcha, gotcha. Okay, Mm -hmm. yes. So when we look at the moon rocks, they are entirely igneous. The uh, the even the uh, so so when you look at the surface of the moon, you know pretty famously, you know no atmosphere. There's no wind. So any footprints that the astronauts left behind will be there until, you know, another asteroid hits the moon or something. Um, Right. But when you look at the moon's surface, it's very scarred. Everything that's ever hit it has left an impact and there hasn't been any remodeling to change that. Whereas if you look at the surface of earth, um, we don't really have that. Uh, there are some particularly large impacts that obviously do leave craters. We've seen craters before, but those are constantly undergoing erosion. Um, and after mm. certain, you know, even if they're very large, they can, you know, become unrecognizable. There's even some evidence to suggest that uh, Hudson Bay up in Canada is possibly oh. the remnant of a tremendous uh impact crater oh huh interesting yeah yeah but Hmm. the moon doesn't have this ability to remodel um right and this is because the moon does not have any active uh tectonic uh activity no no movement inside there's no molten core uh Hmm. that's driving geological uh activity whereas on earth we have lots of that our mantle is uh is molten the outer core is molten uh so there's uh a lot of processes that we take for granted that come from that it's not just volcanoes it's also tectonic activity the ability of our planet to move its surface there Mm. it recycles Parts of the surface like there's there's no part of the ocean really that's older than 200 million years old, even if the earth is like Mm. 4.6 billion years old, because oceanic crust is constantly getting subducted uh, at um, at at, like continental boundaries and getting remelted to then come back up as lava. Uh, So so constantly getting recycled. Um. The, uh, the movement in the outer core is, you know, what allows us to have a magnetic field, which, you know, uh, helps protect us from the sun's radiation on, uh, you right. know, doing, do, do a number of things for us. Uh, and then also we've got erosion. We have weather, we have water, all of these things happening on the surface that are constantly, uh, uh, at odds with, uh, surface features, so, gotcha. so there, there's a lot going on on Earth and unfortunately not a lot going on on the surface of the moon. The The surface of the right. moon it doesn't have soil or anything. It's what we would call regolith. It's just... Regolith. It's just... Huh. It, it's, its it's surface is hmm. just rocks and then powdered rocks.
1: Whoa. Okay, yeah. That's So it's called a regolith? Regolith. Regolith. Regolith, cool. Reg, like regolith is
0: what you would call that type of surface where it's it's, it's all just rocks and smaller rocks. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. So, but back to sort of the discovery that this was all, that there were a lot of components very similar to earth. This actually lended to another theory that was gaining popularity, um, but there wasn't really a a good evidence for, Um, but it goes back to, Oh, actually, if you look in our uh, planetarium, you'll see an object that's getting closer and closer to us. You see it's getting bigger? Yeah, that's uh,
1: concerning. Okay. Yes.
0: So, uh, Joe, say hello to Thea.
1: Oh, hi, Thea.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, Thea uh, is a Mars-sized planet that is entirely theoretical. However... We have pretty good evidence that four and a half billion years ago, this other planet that was uh, forming uh, collided with Earth. Oh. Yes. Brace for impact. So, what happens is Theia collides with Earth, and, you know, this is long before any life develops or anything like that. Earth probably would have gone on to be like mars or venus um Hmm. venus is uh, slightly both venus and mars are smaller than earth um and both have evidence of having had volcanic activity in the past but when you look at mars you know mars pretty famously uh has like really large features like volcanoes and canyons but right what probably these are like in the in the case of like the the enormous volcano that's on Mars is this is probably like a hot spot whereas ah. on earth because our plates are constantly moving a volcano pops up and then the crust moves and then so it pops up again in line you know like the hawaiian islands right right whereas in mars there's no uh, movement or there never was the movement of the crust, so the volcano just keeps coming up on that one spot.
1: So right, because Mars doesn't have tectonic plates or no evidence of having, if I um, understand correctly. Y- no, it's uh it yeah, it does it does not have the evidence
0: of uh tectonic activity on the scale that it does on Earth. Uh where hmm. it and similar on Venus, um, while there do seem to be boundaries uh between uh chunks of of uh on the surface there's not the evidence sure. of the movement the consistency uh gotcha. and uh accumulation of mass that you have on earth right. so it's sort of like if you were boiling sauce in a pot mm. like if the surface kind of just got crackly and there was bubbling between the burnt bits On top, the dried out bits on top. Whereas Mars is kind of like if you're boiling sauce, and you ever get that thing where the air, where there's like just one thing that's just spitting sauce at you out of one point.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, that's like that. That's the Martian gravy. Ah,
1: okay, gotcha. The Martian gravy. That's (laughs) good. So it's like it doesn't have the the um like the geological engine. Let's yes. say like keeping things moving. Exactly. Exactly. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So on earth we have uh tectonic plates, you know, something that we've recognized uh, since the thirties really that, uh, mm. which is also, you know, sort of the wild thing that it's really only in the last hundred years that we truly yeah. understand these processes. And it's really not until the eighties that we come up with um, or that we solidify this Thea hypothesis um which seems to be the one best holding so what happens the what what makes part of what makes earth different when thea collides is because you have two planets and gravity is at play the heaviest things that are inside thea um all, all sort of gather on earth gather on the bigger object, uh, object that's been hit and is you know reeling from this impact you know the two planets are you know, in pieces, but gravity is still strong enough to hold down the heaviest things to earth. So because of this earth gets, it's particularly large core made of dense metals. So we've got
1: uh, all that
0: iron and nickel that makes up our core is larger and able to hold on to heat better. So the lighter materials, uh, the lava and chunks of rock, those, uh, actually, you know, a lot of it stays at the surface, but a good amount of it actually is now in orbit around earth. And there was actually a study that came out recently from NASA that shows that the moon might've formed in mere hours after this impact. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Wow. That's okay. Wow. Yeah, it's it's
0: really incredible, like that this this sort of happens so quickly. I mean, obviously the moon is uh, a, a fairly small chunk of this planet. If it was indeed the size of Mars, um, but this did a lot of things for Earth. Obviously, this gives us that big uh, that big uh, molten core uh, right, right. that will you know uh, that continues uh, to this day. But also, this is this could explain why uh, Earth spins on a tilt why our axis is tilted and this gives us seasons
1: so thea gave us seasons potentially allegedly allegedly Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) um so
0: and even like the name thea is named as the titan that is the mother of selene the greek goddess of the moon selene Dion. Uh, yes, Celine. Yes. <laughs> I'm just, that's my head cannon now. That's, yes. Uh, my, my moons will go on. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so great. we have,
0: <laughs> but because of it, it basically forms next to us out of a bunch of molten rock. This mm. also shows like how the moon can be so round that it's something sort of freshly okay. formed rather than, Uh, you know, something like Mars, where if you look at Mars's lumpy moons, those are very clearly (laughs) asteroids that it Mm. has caught in its gravity.
1: Ah, okay, yeah, gotcha. So interesting,
0: yeah. So without the erosion and tectonic processes that have happened, the moon also sort of holds this record for us of just how much bombardment used to happen in the early days of the solar system. Nowadays, there's fewer things around to run into,
1: um,
0: which is why we don't really have these big impacts anymore. And we don't really see them. You know, obviously, there's been things that have hit Earth, but nothing nearly this catastrophic. Uh,
1: gotcha, gotcha.
0: Now, when scientists originally, you know, looked at the surface of the moon, a lot of the assumption was that these were maybe ancient volcanoes. Um uh and the darker areas of the moon were even called mare in sort of maybe considered to be ancient lava flows. Uh while there possibly could have been volcanoes on the moon, more than likely this is all lava from enormous uh impact events Mm. okay yeah huh yeah um but there there could have been for a period of time you know some some lava flows some some activity since the you know the moon would have been molten for a period of time
1: right right okay that's kind of crazy to think about actually right yeah the moon being like on fire quite literally (laughs) (laughs) huh
0: yeah But this is, this is, uh, the, essentially the origin story for our, our Mm. neighbor in the, in, in the solar system. You know, it's the, it's, it's kind of crazy that it's this (laughs) sort of silent, uh, you, you have, you have a certain sense of like quiet looking at it and then you have to imagine it's only there because we were slammed into with another planet,
1: Yeah, that's kind of crazy, actually. Right? Huh, yeah. So, and is it, it, so is it because of that slam to that, like, we have that shared um, geological information as well, like, just due to this relationship, essentially?
0: Yeah, presumably there would have been um, some exchange. Now, this could also be evidence that the moon and the Earth were formed at the same time, but it, most of the evidence seems to indicate that this is because, uh, we are the the moon and the Earth are collectively formed from uh two planets they they are that admixture,
1: oh okay, that makes sense hmm interesting, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a very fascinating theory, and it kind of makes the most sense so mm-hmm. far for sure, and it kind of explains why it's uh so similar in terms of our like the structures, but also that the moon is so perfectly round in that right. way too, and it looks the way it does, you know. Unless yeah. you buy into the idea that it's like constructed to be that way or whatever. <laughs> which is insane. But you know.
0: It would be hey. it would be incredibly odd if it was, I guess, that every civilization was looking at the moon and yet it was still, you know, this object created by reptilians or whatever. Right. I mean, yeah. but obviously it's had this relationship with humanity, you know, so many cultures yeah. uh calendar system it revolves around the moon
1: yeah that is also a really interesting thing yeah right (laughs) (laughs) um i mean it is it is the interesting thing though too because we do have a relationship a universal relationship let's say with the moon i mean i think there's a pretty strong understanding of how it affects the tides how it affects us can affect your moods astrologically or whatnot but i also think it's um but it's also interesting how many like i guess more recently how many like theories get attached to it? Because before mm. it's like the moon is a god or the moon is this this other being and it's stories yeah. and how we explain things and, you know, very telling yeah. across all of humanity. And then now it's like, did you know that there's actually a secret Nazi group that made it to the moon on von Braun's rockets and they actually still exist there? <laughs> Which is bizarre in many ways especially big as it true. opens itself up big if true but they were right. the good nazis and they left hitler's regime which is also uh crazy <laughs> but you know oh my god
0: yeah it's, well, but that, it's, i mean where did the, where did they go they went to go work for <laughs> they went to go work for nasa and the soviets yeah,
1: yeah? you know and the moon apparently and argentina so uh, right yeah. right but yeah. uh, you gotta <laughs>
0: choose i mean let's be honest you have to choose right. between living on the moon and living in argentina you take argentina
1: well, that's true it's warmer yeah, yeah. there's more going on there for sure yeah, you got you got it you got alpacas you got mm-hmm. you got a, yeah, patagonia yeah you got Patagonia's there yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't think the company's from there but hey you know mm-hmm. it's nice mm-hmm. nice place i've heard they just won so congrats, yes,
0: congratulations yes yeah, yeah um, that's fun yeah, we we're getting to be pretty up to date uh, on current events know, with this I with know. this uh, tour at the museum. Wow. Uh, apologies again for being a week yeah. late on this. Uh, it, was, yes, it was not yeah. it was not up to us. We had some technological difficulties. Um, uh,
1: yeah, the gods but, of logic decided to betray me. But yes, mm,
0: that does sound like something the gods
1: of logic. It does, right? <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a cryptid message, say. it's a right. cryptic.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, speaking of error messages, Joe, have you checked oh. your car recently?
1: Uh, No, I think I, think, I, I think the
0: check engine light is on because oh. Oh. it's time for a moon up tune up. Oh, is this a new game? Yes, it is. Excellent. Welcome, oh. Joe,
1: to moon up tune up. Oh, man. Yes. Excited. Yes. I'm excited to be here. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: All right, Joe. So, name of the game. I am going to give you a moon, and you have to tell me what planet it's from. Which (sighs) planet does this moon orbit? All right. All right. I'll try my best. Okay. All right. First up, Phobos.
1: Phobos. Is that Mars?
0: That is
1: correct. Nice. All right.
0: Nice. All right. Next up, we'll we'll keep it easy. We'll throw you a softball. Yeah, sure,
1: sure. sure. I appreciate it. Jupiter. Ooh. Oh. No, it's Saturn Ah. Yes, it is. it is. It is Saturn. Yeah, it's Saturn. Uh, you can mm-hmm. keep the Jupiter one. It's okay. I can do yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Uh, right It's okay. It's all right. Okay. Next up,
1: Tethys. Tethys. Yes. Hesus. Hesus. Hmm. Neptune. Ooh, oh, yeah. I'm throwing, so sorry, I'm that is also ah. Saturn. Ah, come on. All right, all right. <laughs> thing I got to say Jupiter again.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a right. Tricky one. It's tricky. Yes. All right. Next we have Europa. Jupiter. Correct. Nice. I knew that one. I got that one. Very good. Very good. Deimos. Mars. Correct. Phobos and Deimos. Yeah. Yeah. Very on-theme names. Some of these, yeah, if you for real. know, if you know mythology, uh it uh it makes sense.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's how I got the Europa one. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Next we have Cerberus.
1: Cerberus. Oof. Again, mythology might help you out here. Yeah, that's where I'm. I want to say Pluto. That is
0: correct. Yes, Pluto, not a planet, but it does have Uh moons.
1: That's so interesting, actually.
0: Yes. Huh. All right. Next up, Ganymede.
1: Ganymede. Oh man, I know that name too. Um, Think mythology. Yeah, I'm going for it. I'm going. Uh, Jupiter you are correct nice right nice. on the spot with the well, art big red helping spot out. No, oh look at that
0: Mm-hmm. okay next up io
1: io ohio uh no i uh hmm is it Um, uh, i'm just gonna be guessing because i genuinely don't know is it uranus Ooh, oh. I'm sorry. Io is also Jupiter. Also Jupiter. Remember Io the cow. No, I don't know this story, actually. D- Zeus turns a woman into a cow? He'd be turning women into all kinds of things. Yes. I swear to God. Yeah, no, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> It's always something. It's a, it's either turning himself into something or he turns someone else into something. Oh my god, mm-hmm. the, the the goose haunts me, I swear. Mm. Um Anyways, all next, right, I'll take uh, this one. Okay, okay,
0: next up. Uh, let's try a couple more. See if we sure, can sure. balance yeah. it back out. Oberon.
1: Oberon, whoa. Which like is a Game great name. That's an awesome name. Oh my God, Oberon. Oberon, like, um. Like from Game of Thrones. I was thinking, Ober- of, yeah, Martel. no, Oberon spelled I was also Spelled different, um, I, might
0: be, I might be mispronouncing it. How's it spelled, out of curiosity? Not that it's going to help me,
1: but. Uh it is spelled O B E R O N. Oh like in yeah, no, A Midsummer Night's Dream. Shakespeare, right? Yes. Actually th-
0: uh all of the moons on this planet are all named after Shakespeare characters.
1: Well that okay. Um I I don't know. Is it uh is it Neptune? Ooh, oh. sorry. It is <laughs> yeah, Uranus. Ah, come
0: on! Yeah. Also, t- so you've got uh, Oberon with Puck, Miranda, which is so right. funny—a moon named Miranda.
1: <laughs> Miranda, that's fantastic.
0: Ariel, oh. Umbriel, Titania, and Oberon. Ah, oh,
1: right. Wow.
0: Well, yeah, that's good though. Yeah, but I, was, I, I, was mean, close. I actually, I, I don't know if all of them are because Uranus has like twenty-seven moons. Oh my god, that's a lot I of think, moons. Yeah, uh, most. Uh, yeah, I believe most of them are Shakespeare. Uh, okay, well, that's good. And also, Alexander Pope uh huh. works. All right, and all then right. let's anyway. let's round it out with it out. Triton.
1: Ah, well, all right, that one's Neptune. Correct. <laughs> nice. Well, if it was wrong. It, I was going to be so <laughs> upset. I wanted to. You, it, it, the last
0: couple hit you kind of hard, so they you know. did. I appreciate yes. it. I appreciate it. No problem. Well, thank you for playing Moon Up Tune oh, Up, Joe. It was
1: fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for this. This was I, I, I guess I got to memorize these so that way if I ever get on Jeopardy, you know, mm-hmm. like every high school teacher always says, "I know this now." Oh yes.
0: I <laughs> mean, I legitimately think my Latin teacher would have done amazing on uh, on Jeopardy, but that, that's a, that's a whole other conversation. Oh okay. She huh. she had like posters of you know Greek and Roman things on her walls, but also a huge like but life-size poster of captain picard
1: okay
0: really yeah. into star
1: trek i guess but next I generation guess so. interesting yeah yeah
0: hmm. um but yeah uh so obviously lots of other moons and what's sort of lots interesting of moons. is moons like io and ganymede and uh uh, particularly the moons orbiting the gas giants, they've been some of the moons most likely, th- th- moons that people study very intently as places that uh, life could also develop because they have huh. volcanic activity or some right. some version of tectonic activity, like particularly on like Io, um, even though it's it's not ice in the sense that we would think of it on Earth, but there's... Moving blocks of it on the surface with a presumably liquid uh, layer below, which would sort of function like the Earth's crust and mantle.
1: That's actually crazy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because I know that that was big in like a lot of sci-fi, too, where it's like you have civilizations or humanity eventually like going to a moon to live on rather. Like I think even I believe it's Titan gets thrown around.
0: Yeah, t- like yeah, that. Titan does. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's a very large moon out there. But I I mean a lot of that stuff and even I think the conspiracy theory minded stuff, you know, the mm-hmm. you know whether it's the reptilians, the grays, the right rogue yeah. Nazis that all live on the moon <laughs> and Mars. Right. I guess we take it for granted that we have we live in an age where we have landed multiple probes on the moon and Mars and, you know, a couple of times even on Venus. And there was a period in the mid-century where there was obviously, you know, post-World War II, there's there's a tremendous amount of interest in space travel and space science fiction. Um, but there's not all of the, you know pictures and data that we now totally understand about the surfaces of those places. It was right. It was totally within people's imagination to sort of say like, Oh, there could be a civilization on Mars, you know? Sure.
1: It it was, uh, yeah, it was,
0: um, it wasn't, uh, totally beyond people's imagination, you know, before we, you know, actually saw the pictures of Mars and it's like, yeah, it does look like Arizona. Um, well,
1: even like um I think his name's Camille Flammarion. He was an mm. amateur astronomer or maybe not even an amateur. He was he he had a telescope, let's put it that way. Okay. And this is like seventeen, eighteen hundreds, I believe, he was studying the surface of Mars and like he was really popular with writing. He was more of a writer, but uh mm-hmm. would publish a bunch of papers and or articles and had one where he detailed the uh the the, um the surface of mars and said that how there were these there's a civilization that lives there and there were all these canals on the surface and they interlinked with each other and it was all geometrical and there was no way it could be um you know made by the planet it couldn't be natural let's say and uh you know you Uh had people believing this and stuff and it's like oh that's crazy in in in
0: in the 1800s what are you gonna do tell him he's wrong
1: well yeah exactly it's just like oh this guy might be onto something yeah. but uh no it turns out though that his uh telescope had like an error on it like i think the way like some of the something in the glass or it was scratched or it's something really dumb but it was like that and it that it was all just like an optical illusion like those right. lines in particular was not interesting accurate. So yeah, unless it's all a lie, that's a big conspiracy. But I highly doubt. I mean, it. maybe, maybe. So,
0: well, I I don't no, know. I, doubt how, it. <laughs> I don't. know how he it. would have done on the Joe Rogan experience, but I'm oh, sure. Oh, Joe
1: Rogan would love this. Yeah, guy. I'm sure Joe Rogan and, would. Have you know, loved
0: he it. he he was pretty much making out with Graham Hancock recently. So we'll just. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, no. I mean, I think a lot of that stuff was very tantalizing to mid-century yeah, sci-fi before you know we actually got to the moon and stuff. And, you know, there are geological features on those planets that, you know, and, and especially on Mars where you have evidence of liquid water at one point, um, you know, if you were able to see that stuff, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty tantalizing. It's not too big of a leap to think that it's, uh, it, it had life on it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it could also, who knows? I mean, we, I guess we don't know necessarily yet, but it's a pretty solid idea but you know billions of years ago maybe maybe allegedly maybe. yeah no i, I don't mean, know it, it, I don't re- it really is
0: a, a possibility
1: yeah it's fascinating and i think it is with like kind of all of it i think like even in all the the is there life out there stuff without getting too far into that i do yeah. think it's always interesting to cater to the idea of what type of life Right, you know what I mean. Beyond the human, let's say, is an interesting concept as well. Or it really is like Frank Herbert predicted with Dune, where we are the only ones, and that is ter- <laughs> that is more terrifying somehow. Right.
0: I mean, I feel like. Well, I mean, there's there's been so many writers that like want to speculate about what it's like. the The thing about it is that if we even look at like what we're talking about with the science, you know, it's planetary geoscience. Everything ultimately comes back to a comparison of our experience here on earth. Um, Right. And so there's, there's room to, you know, acknowledge the limitations of our imagination because it, it's somewhat constrained by, uh, by our experiences and what we're able to see. But I, I don't know. I want to, I always want to stay open to that possibility. I mean, do I yeah. think that like
1: aliens helped us invent the microwave oven? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? Cause that was an important invention, Zan. And uh, the technology wasn't there. <laughs> God. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you though, for sure. Yeah. No, it's uh but
0: it is, it is fun stuff to talk about. I mean, even yeah. like some of the more woo-woo stuff is sometimes fun to think about. <laughs> like the, you know, the the moon affects our tides. Sometimes it's interesting to think about, you know, does the moon have an effect on us as it passes by us with its, with its gravity?
1: I mean, it might. I think it kind of does in a way. And I think that's interesting. I mean, it's, we have a relationship with it, whether we like it or not. So mm-hmm. I do think it's affecting us, just like everything on Earth affects us in one way yeah. or another.
0: I mean, yeah, I was listening to a thing about how Buzz Aldrin took communion on the moon. And there was like a whole what? Yeah. There was a whole thing about how like that would work. <laughs> like it was it was it was like a it was kind okay. of a weird theological question, like right. I guess.
1: Like what did did they have to get the like the cardinals involved or the Catholic Church was like, all right, well let me Well the Catholic let's, Church let's it let's... has
0: has an observatory. I don't know. To, are there space cardinals? Space space, Ooh, priests? space
1: cardinals. It's the space, it's space. Oh now, now we're just back to Dune. <laughs> it is Dune. Yeah, literally. <laughs> this is just Dune. Uh, right. uh, every time every time. Uh I don't but that's like wait, so there was a whole ordeal so we could take communion up there? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Catholics, man. I yeah. mean, you know, gotta well, hand think, it to I, it. it's very I, fascinating. No, stuff. I
0: mean it it does it raises interesting theological questions. I do yeah, believe it's true. there's there are now things in place so that um uh presumably uh practicing muslim uh astronauts can figure oh, out which yeah. direction to pray in true yeah huh Yeah. no it's it's interesting yeah. i mean you know cuz also the moon like even affects things like the hebrew calendar uh oh. I, in fact i i found this out recently like in a thousand years because the right. the calendar is slightly out of sync um in like a thousand years, there will be a year with no Hanukkah because Hanukkah will be bumped to January of the next year.
1: Whoa, wait, does that mean double Hanukkah's?
0: Yeah, that the Whoa. year following, like the year three thousand one hundred twenty-two will have no Hanukkah, <laughs> oh but three thousand one hundred twenty-three will have two Hanukkahs.
1: <laughs> it sounds like a short story. That's so <laughs> The Year without a Hanukkah. The year without a Hanukkah. Wow yeah that's actually really interesting though hmm. huh.
0: you think you think hmm. these these Jewish space lasers would be able to get the moon back right. on track <laughs> I mean but that is also the other thing is like since the <laughs> since the moon is you know uh, you know has all this effect on us it, it has right. changed distance from earth over time huh. it's, uh, slowly ever so slightly gotten further away so like during the time of dinosaurs the tides would have been more extreme because it oh, was closer man.
1: Oh. Yeah. Huh. That's actually really interesting. I didn't realize. So it would have been like the, the real zoom in, you know, moon look, essentially.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much the mm. dinosaurs appreciated it. I think,
1: I think they, <laughs> I, guess I think true. they
0: learned to not like space stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. Very true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a touchy topic. Oh, them, absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, but Uh, I, I do think this was, uh, since we don't get to talk about astrological stuff too much, I thought this would be kind of a fun thing to, uh, end the year on. And I do know, uh, people will be, uh, listening to us, uh, on Christmas Eve and, uh, just want to wish everyone a happy holidays and everything. And
1: yeah, absolutely. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh,
0: again we apologize for the the week of uh delay, but you know yes. th- th- things happen. Um and uh yeah, no, this this was sort of a fun uh conversation to to get to close out 2022 mm-hmm. on and we'll yeah, be back absolutely. with uh, lots more exciting stuff uh in the new year.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you again, Zan, for all this wonderful research. This was incredibly interesting and really informational, and I feel like I can now I have talking points for the holidays, which is always exciting.
0: <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, you know, your I think your dad did ask me about uh panspermia. Oh,
1: which one's What is that? I can't. That's remember. That's uh can...
0: the idea that uh life was like seeded to different planets like
1: from asteroids. Oh man, yeah yeah well, that
0: that's the light version the other version is like i think kind of like the plot of prometheus where like it is aliens, it is where yeah
1: yeah it's it's a mess man i hey i know a lot of these uh i get a lot of these theories from family members and it's kind of a nightmare to mm-hmm. deal with sometimes but hey what are you gonna do yeah it's uh, it's just i it's interesting i guess mm-hmm. but uh
0: well outside of interesting conversations with your family what what have you got going on joe <laughs>
1: Uh well I have the upcoming group exhibition that I'm a part of uh, called Yonder Crush and it's gonna be in uh at six twenty six West twenty sixth Street Suite six twenty in Chelsea New York and I believe it's gonna open the twenty fourth with the opening reception the 26th of january 2023 i don't know when it ends yet and i don't know the hours because they haven't been decided so i will let you all know but i'll have a work in there once it gets sorted and uh i have some new music on the way that i'm hoping to publish in 2023 in like january february depending but yeah i'm happy to keep moving with those projects and also be making some new artworks uh i have rearranged some stuff on my website uh josiminoart.com as you can check out and also you can listen to to my album Biomes that's still available everywhere uh to stream I'd really appreciate that.
0: Uh yes, but how about yes. you Sam?
1: What do you got going on?
0: Um I've got a few things going on. Uh if you go to my website right now you will find uh the second edition really the first cuz I mean the first edition was one book. So the second edition
1: <laughs> Yeah. The right. first one was, was more the of just original. a
0: pr- proof to myself that I could do it. But um, I have uh, printed and bound a book by hand. It's uh, fully illustrated Ooh. with block prints that I did. Um, and it is available on my website. It is called The Skull Book. There are still a couple copies nice. left uh, for this batch. Uh, there's only going to be five in this edition, so definitely jump Ooh, on rare. That.
1: It's rare. Mm-hmm, Limited. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, rarer than, let's say rarer and i i would dare say more valuable than uh donald trump's nfts uh true trump mm-hmm. the trump cards and it's
1: also yeah. a physical book it's a physical book it's not a scam or a ponzi scheme so there you go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. allegedly i guess I the, the, the pon- have the ponzi
0: scheme is my life the ponzi scheme is, <laughs> is- i am the ponzi scheme <laughs> the ponzi scheme is me selling art and then paying for groceries Mm, fair enough Yeah. yeah um so uh but there that is there along with a bunch of other art that is still up on my website for now um in the new year january 3rd to january 28th uh i'm going to have a piece in the uh, director's choice uh, presentation of artworks uh, at uh viridian artists in new york um nice. there's going to be a reception uh, for the work that is there physically my work is in a uh, a showcase uh, specifically called the director's choice um so uh, yes my one of nice. my pieces will be in that um i Hopefully soon we'll have a date for this show that's <laughs> happening in either March or April uh, at the uh, Darcy Simpson Gallery in Hudson, New York. Um, I promise I will try to get that uh, as soon as possible out and uh, so that you know, if people are are interested in seeing it. Um, but again, I'm super, super excited about that. So I, I think next we can uh, move on to uh, recommendations and sure. Uh, other sort of things that we're occupying ourselves with as we uh, settle into uh, the holidays and hopefully a break from work. Uh, yes. Do you have any, yeah. along with anything you're currently consuming, are you? Sure. is there anything you're looking forward to reading, watching, listening to over the break?
1: Hmm. Oh, man. I mean, I've definitely been catching up on some movies, so I'm excited to keep doing that. Uh, I'm almost done. Well... I, this is kind of a part question as in i ju- i finished reading uh normal people recently by sally rooney that i read in like a week and it's incredible and i highly recommend it i know it has some it has a lot of positive reviews and it has a lot of negative sometimes too i think it's really good and i highly recommend everybody read it if that's your thing uh it's just it's beautifully done it's a great book and it's only like two 200- hundred. 80 pages, so it's pretty short too to get you out of a reading slump. Uh, but I've been watching the show, and I'm halfway through, or a little more than halfway through. So I'm excited to finish that up um, because it's also beautiful and incredible. It's on Hulu. Highly recommend. Um, I've been fin- I've been also reading her third book, "Beautiful World, Where Are You," which I'm uh, a quarter of the way through, and I'm excited to finish that up and then also get into my. Uh, f- Well, trying to finish as many books as I can for my reading list and then also start my 2023 reading list, which I have some heavy hitters uh, in my library that I'm kind of excited to take on. Maybe I'll finally read 100 Years of Solitude because I do have that copy and I need to finish that. Mm-hmm. Uh, But I also have some movie recommendations that I just got to watch since I've had a break from work the first is the banshees of Inisherin, which is on uh hbo max it was in the movie theaters like i think it's actually still in a lot of theaters uh i think it's by michael Doher- doherty yeah who did uh three billboards outside ebbing missouri and uh seven psychopaths if and in bruges actually as well a lot of movies a lot of plays too it's great i highly recommend everybody watch it it's just such an interesting movie and funny too and it's got uh, if his his
0: billboards are so good i can't wait to see what his movies are like (laughs) did you see did you see
1: three billboards out of curiosity okay it's great great film oh man Um, and then also uh this is a shorter movie it's like an hour and 12 minutes called uh petite Maman," which is Mm -hmm. the little mom it's great i it's the same director who did and writer who did uh portrait of a lady on fire which i haven't seen but now i plan to watch it it's it's fabulous. It has an interesting premise, and I thought it was going to be more like a kids' movie, and it's hmm. not. But it ha- oh. it's 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 great. I I mean, honestly, I don't even want to tell you what it's about because it's just worth just going in blind. Truly, made me oh. I, I left it thinking a lot, and it made me feel made me feel things, and that's important in art. So I would I would argue it's more of an artwork than a film, perhaps. But eh, check it out. So uh, yeah, you know, I'm excited to keep watching some extra movies. You know, dig into that Criterion collection or whatnot. You know uh read more books and such i don't have anything necessarily on my radar at the mo- well i guess i do i have some uh kobo abe books i want to read but you mm-hmm. know i tend to just read things based on vibes <laughs> like i go okay i'll <laughs> let me read the book i'm reading and then i'm gonna feel which one i want to read next because otherwise i buy too many things so <laughs> everybody has their own but how about you Zim? what do you got uh that you've been like reading watching interested in right. continuing yeah.
0: Um well uh on the listening end um I've been listening to Rocket by Alex G. Thank oh, you Joe so for good. that
1: recommendation. Yeah, of course it's um, great. But I've
0: also been listening to it uh with uh Capacity by Big Thief. Mm-hmm. Um which I I do think their Big Thief's more recent album uh is probably still my favorite, but Capacity uh has, you know, I think just it's it's a good like winter album. okay. Uh, you know, lots of moodiness, lots of reflecting on the past, you know. Sure. That's the that's the other thing. Like we're at the we're at the end of the year, which, you know, is arbitrary and, and human made anyways, but you do feel like a tiredness of you know, we did go through another one of those and there's another one right around the yeah. corner. Yeah, um, So yeah, there's that. So there's, there's a certain amount of comfort uh, to that, but I, I am liking it with uh, Alex G. I'm just really impressed nice. by how many uh, types of music are on, are on that album.
1: Uh, it's crazy. It's yeah. so good. It's such a good album. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I'm also reading, trying to maybe, maybe I'll get it. Probably not, but maybe I'll finally finish, uh, um, uh, The Adventures of Cavalier and Clay by Michael Shavon. Mm. uh, a book that I started reading over the summer and then put down because I had so many other things I wanted to read and I'm so bad at reading one book at a time. Uh, so I'm hopefully going to finish getting through that, but that is, uh, that's a really great book. I mean, uh. I think it's gotten all the accolades and anything, so I don't think I'm I'm saying any anything <sighs> new about it. But fair, uh, you know, if you know Michael Chabon's work, you know, you know he writes really good dialogue. He really loves history and alternative histories. Um, you know, uh, I think Yiddish Policeman's Union is maybe one of my favorite uh, fiction mm. books, and. Cavalier and Clay plays with a lot of similar themes but it's about uh two boys in New York uh one of whom is a refugee from Europe during World War II uh and their uh desire to make uh a comic book about a hmm. uh superpowered magician who punches Hitler. Um, Excellent. <laughs> so there's there's at least some catharsis in there. Sure. Yeah. That's great. And yeah, and also just a, a, a clear love for the uh, the history of, of comic books and everything, right. which is, is also fun. But that's that's sort of what's on my plate. Um, and, nice. uh, you know, hopefully I'll get to watch some new movies or TV shows besides just watching Shetland and
1: Adventure Time, you know. Uh, Are you um... watching Adventure Time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I never watched the final uh, couple seasons. Oh, it's
1: I didn't either. I've... I did watch the final few episodes. It is pretty good, though. Yeah. It kind of wraps yeah. itself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely check out Normal People if you want to think. It's good. Mm. It's a little sad, but it's pretty great, yeah. I have to okay, say. Okay. Okay. Also, uh, I forgot to mention this too, but Alex G's new album, God Save the Animals, it's oh. fabulous. It's fabulous. It's really good. I listened to the whole thing like multiple times while drawing. <laughs> it's really, it's got some good. It's. I don't think it's as uh, expansive as Rocket uh-huh. or as experimental, but yeah. it's more. It's interesting, like seeing him in like this kind of point in his career where he's pretty successful, and the yeah. lyrics are still fresh and new, and the sound is quite good. Mm-hmm. So I think you'll like it, Sam. Okay, I think okay. You would like it? We'll check it out. We'll check it out. Yeah. Um. Well,
0: great. I'm glad. Uh, glad we got to talk all this out. You know, talk yeah, about. Yeah, for sure. The... I I guess we didn't touch on you know. If the moon was made of cheese, like and being a no. ball of cheese that then ended up yeah. in the sky. I guess we didn't. Yeah. We we forgot. That, you know, we really I wanted to the... teach the controversy in this exhibition, right? Um, right. Yes. But I guess we we ended up hopefully informing you,
1: yeah. uh,
0: If not entertaining you, and we close a... another. Uh, great year here at the UCM. Um, If you are at all interested in supporting us you can check out our Patreon Uh, lots of uh, amazing uh, rewards uh, at every level. Um, You can also email us uh, uncannycountymuseum at gmail.com if you Uh have any questions, comments, things you'd like us to uh, check out or read uh, on air uh, if you want to follow the Museum After Hours, we are at Uncanny County Museum on Instagram. I am at Xanosaurus on Instagram, and xanpeters.com
1: is my website. And I'm at Josemino Art on Instagram.
0: And from the Uncanny County Museum, I have been Zan Peters.
1: And I've been Josemino. Bye. Happy holidays, everyone.